First Baptist Athens offers this podcast of devotions for Lent. Today's devotion is offered by Jamie Hogan. It is based on the story from Matthew 27, 11 through 26, when Jesus stands before Pilate confronted by accusations. The scripture is read from the Contemporary English Bible. The devotion begins with music provided by Sarah Delbane playing What Wondrous Love Is This Arranged for Flute. Lay aside everything else for the next few minutes. Allow the music to settle your soul, making space to listen for God. Jesus was brought before the governor. The governor said, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus replied, That's what you say. But he didn't answer when the chief priests and elders accused him. Then Pilate said, Don't you hear the testimony they bring against you? But he didn't answer, not even a single word. So the governor was greatly amazed. It was customary during the festival for the governor to release to the crowd one prisoner, whomever they might choose. At that time, there was a well-known prisoner named Jesus Barabbas. When the crowd had come together, Pilate asked them, Whom would you like me to release to you, Jesus Barabbas or Jesus who is called Christ? He knew that the leaders of the people had handed him over because of jealousy. While he was serving as judge, his wife sent this message to him. Leave that righteous man alone. I've suffered much today in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and elders persuaded the crowds to ask for Barabbas and kill Jesus. The governor said, Which of the two do you want me to release to you? Barabbas, they replied. Pilate said, Then what should I do with Jesus, who is called Christ? They all said, Crucify him. But he said, Why? What wrong has he done? 
They shouted even louder, Crucify him! Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere and that a riot was starting. So he took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd. I'm innocent of this man's blood, he said. It's your problem. All the people replied, Let his blood be on us and on our children. Then he released Barabbas to them. He had Jesus whipped, then handed him over to be crucified. In his work titled Jesus, a Revolutionary Biography, John Dominic Crossan writes, What would happen to Jesus was probably as predictable as what had happened already to John. Some form of religio-political execution could surely have been expected. What he was saying and doing was as unacceptable in the first century as it would be in the 20th. There, here, or anywhere. When I read this passage in Matthew, envisioning corrupt and bloodthirsty and generally mediocre government officials entrenched in conspiracy, hearing the roar of a crowd provoked and dominated by hate and ignorance and fear, I am unsettled by the sharp reality of how we would respond to Jesus if he walked among us today. We need look no further back in our own nation's history than January 6th of this year. And so many centuries later, have we learned nothing? Do we still not know what we do? Crossan describes Jesus' ecstatic vision and social program as one that sought to rebuild a society upward from its grassroots. He notes, it did not invite a political revolution, but envisaged a social one at the imagination's most dangerous depths. No importance was given to distinctions of Gentile and Jew, female and male, slave and free, poor and rich. Those distinctions were hardly even attacked in theory, and in practice, they were simply ignored. What would happen if we all as Christians subscribe to this ecstatic vision of Jesus? Could we love like Jesus loved and give like Jesus gave? Or would we succumb to emotionally charged claims of Marxism and socialism? Would the receivers among us be dismissed as welfare queens and freeloaders? Would the presence of judgment and disclusion by those around us become too heavy and threatening? Would we be in the crowd clamoring for Jesus' judgment and consequence? Or perhaps we'd be a bystander mesmerized by the spectacle of it all. If love is a choice, and we know it is, would we choose to walk alongside Jesus today? There's a song by a local Athens band, Drive-By Truckers, titled Awaiting Resurrection. In it, songwriter Patterson Hood writes about times such as these, those of today and those of so many centuries ago, of the powerful and the powerless, of seeking salvation and finding balance, in his words, between all the bad going down and the beauty this life can keep injecting. He goes on to sing about a they, reminiscent of those in the passage who would seek or at least bear complacent witness to Jesus' condemnation 
and state-sanctioned murder. They say nothing can be done, but they tell us how they prayed. In the end, we're just standing, watching greatness fade into darkness, awaiting resurrection. There are so many grievous parallels between Jesus' time and our time, it can be disheartening and challenging to see any discernible progress made over such an expanse of time and space. But we know progress exists, and we know the life of Jesus goes on through that progress made. We know him in the nurses, the doctors, and other first responders who continue to show up each day for the past 365-plus days. The teachers who continue to teach and love our children. The music makers and artists who continue to create. The protesters who continue to use their voices to demand an end to racism and police brutality. The clerk at the grocery store continuing to stock shelves day in and day out so that we may feed our families. We know him in the helpers the givers, the peacemakers, who welcome all to their tables and nourish the soul with unconditional acceptance and a deep abiding reverence for all human life. Through these among us, we bear witness to all that is possible through our Christian faith by the pure examples of Jesus's ecstatic vision. We have much work left to do in our time here, but we have an excellent teacher As the hymn goes, we will work with each other, we will work side by side, and we'll guard each one's dignity and save each one's pride. And they'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, as we enter into these darkest days of the Lenten season, awaiting resurrection. Let us not be overcome by all that is yet to be done here on earth. Give us the courage to be truth tellers and justice seekers and to welcome all to a joyously crowded table. Give us patience, for we know that meaningful change takes a commitment of time. Be with us as we walk one foot in front of the other toward the light of possibility of hope, of justice, of compassion, of resilience, of healing, of ecstatic vision. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.